And we're live. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. To the Alpha Primal Podcast. The Alpha Primal Podcast episode. Do you think we should introduce ourselves? Like I'm if Patrick. And I'm Ashley. Yeah, that's probably true. That's probably true. We should each I was listening to other podcasts, and I was like, we don't really introduce ourselves. But, sure. I mean, I guess everyone who is already listening probably knows, knows us. Knows us, yeah. Well, that's yeah. That's part of having a small a small familiar audience. But in case we become famous. True, we should be introducing ourselves. And okay, so Yeah. We'll we'll do that. We'll do that from now on. So So this is Patrick. And and this is Ashley. There you go. And we This is episode number twenty five. Wow. Twenty five. That's crazy. We've been doing this for over six months, so this weekend is our child's six month. Our interns this month on Tuesday, and we're having a huge party. Patrick's really excited. Yep. It's going to be great. Birthday cake and everything. Chocolate and sugar and... No, we're not doing that at all. Patrick really doesn't believe in big birthday celebrations, so I was just giving him a hard time about half birthday. Hold on. I never said I didn't believe in big birthday celebration. It's just not something that I was, I ever grew up with. Our birthdays were, you you got to pick dinner and that was what your birthday was. Um, so when I see all these kids and, and one year old, one year birthday, and there's 80 people going to this birthday party. What at that point, stop saying it's, it's a, for the one year old birthday party. It is just a party for you. All one year old birthday parties are for the parents. It's a celebration. Like, Hey, you kept a child alive for <laughs> one year. Good job. <laughs> Congrats to you. Here's a bunch more gifts. We'll see. And I was, I was, we were discussing this. Um, the reason I, the party is one thing I don't understand. And I don't like how much, um, how much we exchange gifts? How much, how many gifts are given these days? I mean, we were just discussing this about, about someone, one of our friends who just had a child. We got it. We got her a gift, but then you look back and you're like, well, what was the gift for the baby shower? What was the gift of the baby shower for? If we're just going to get her a, you're now born gift like that just seems. The difference is, is maybe that's not your love language. Gift giving. We should do that one of our episodes. I, we, we should save that conversation because I, I was actually thinking about that. I wanted to so love people, languages, but yes. And it sometimes it's just a tradition. Once the baby's born, then you give them another gift. That's how, you know, you have to spoil. That's silly. It's the parent's job to spoil the child. It's not our job. Okay. It's, so anyways, we don't need to go <laughs> down into this dark hole. All right. Fine. But I was actually wanting to bring something up because I was looking at something. So, you know, those, um, assisted, oh, what are they going to be called? The assisted walkers that they could, that you could put yes. children in. Yes. I saw this last night and it's banned that kind of seat thing where you, you know, put the kid in and it can walk around is banned in Canada. You cannot sell them. You can actually get jail time if you own one. You you cannot go across the border with one. It's banned. Is there is there a specific reason why this is banned? 
I think it might be a mixture between like the accidents that happened because it's, I did re also read there's like over 2,000 accidents a year in the U.S. Like going over stairs or something? Stairs, burns, like burns. maybe just like walking into the maybe stove, like near the stove or something. I'm not sure. Huh. Um, I but maybe because parents think that's a safe place, they sure. can walk they're, away. They're they can walk away and then something bad can happen. Sure. Easily. So and then the other reason is the development. So mm. parents are putting their children in those before they're developmentally ready and that delays the natural process. Sure. Well, so I'm not sure which reason why Canada did it. Mm. But isn't that interesting? Since 2004, those are banned. Well, I mean, we've discussed that, and I, I told you that I'm not a big, big fan of those. Now, I think where the de when it gets to the point of developmental disruption is when parents are putting in their putting their child in it for three to six hours to eight hours at a time. You know, they're just sort of placing and then going about their day and doing what they need. They're, you know, just Putting the child in there and like, okay, well, you're safe and you're in your thing now. I can go about my day and do my thing. Where I don't think that would ever be a situation with us because most of the time, even when we put her in one of her like one of her chairs, chairs or, or or that seated thing, I mean, she's in there for maximum an hour. I wouldn't even say that. I wouldn't even say we'd gotten close to being in, in, in there for an hour. Right. Right. Typically not. So um, I think I think you're right. I think there is is evidence, or I, I can believe that there's evidence to developmental delays with doing, right. or develop uh, different developmental growth pattern with those. But I think that, like I said, I think they have to be in there for an extended period of time. Right. I mean, there's just a lot on that I've been kind of seeing. I follow these two occupational therapists for. Uh, pediatrics that talk a lot about, you know, when a baby is first born, you can still be putting it on its tummy so it can feel, you know, its foot push off the ground. It can start developing that. And when sure. we swaddle them up and we put them in containers, as they label it, um, we're kind of slowing that development down or changing the natural progression. So, you know, it is more beneficial if the baby can be on the ground, you know, just put a blanket down Using and develop, their body. Sure. feeling their own reflexes and developing um, naturally. Sure. That's best. Yeah. Now, there are moments where you may need to use something where I think if you're doing it for, you know, 15, 20 minutes and it's only like one time a day or something like that, then that's okay. But if you're putting your baby in something all the time, that might, you know, delay the natural development. Well, and I, and I agree with that. Again, I, again, I absolutely agree with that. Um, it's always going to come back down to, because I, I don't, again, I don't think swaddling is a bad thing. And this is, again, this is my, you know, dummy opinion. This is, this is all it is. But it, to do it, like you were saying, for 15, 30 minutes when they're going to sleep and they like to be swaddled, because that is how they, that compression uh, on, and on all their joints. I mean, they're, they're not only are there, is their body developing, but their brain and their senses are developing just as much, if not more at this point, because obviously their head is just growing like a weed 
faster than all the other parts of their body. However, or, or so taking that, I mean, I do think that compressing the joints is a good thing for them. Having that, having that sort of um, pressure on the joints, um, and I do that a lot with with Arden. I, I like to, if if you know, just to sort of calm her down, or if she's playing around, I'll at her knees. I'll start, you know, squeezing her knees gently, squeezing her ankles and feet, like all those, just right. that, that compression on the joints. Like a little massage. Sure. sure. Yeah. But I think the one thing about the swaddle too, is then if you get them used to it, then you got to break it. Sure. Well, yeah, obviously. You know, so obviously. I don't know. We did the swaddle a little bit, but we didn't do it a whole bunch. We didn't know so we didn't have to really transition out of it, which was nice. But I don't think I've some, ever really I mean, swaddled her. Some babies, you know, are more temperamental and need sure. that. So I think it really depends. I mean, obviously we're not experts or anything, so this is just our own opinion. Please don't take it personally. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't want, well, Patrick and Ashley said. Yeah. And if you don't have any babies, sorry, we got distracted on that yeah. tangent. Yeah. But that's what's going. That's that's part of the vlog, our vlog. I, I just thought it was interesting that no. it's banned from Canada, and you can even go to jail if you have it. Well, Canada's got some weird rules. Yeah. Canada's yeah. got some. They. It, it was interesting. I mean, obviously, this is completely off topic, but they've they've jailed people for certain speech. They don't have mm-hmm. freedom of speech. I feel like that's such a crazy concept. We live in such a great, great <laughs> freedom of speech laws. No. No, I mean, set some people up. Well, yes, I mean, there are some people who need to be. You no, know, you could you could sit there and say you need to stop that because that's ridiculous. But I mean, that's crazy. I got when I was I was listening to this whole thing with uh, Jordan Peterson. He was he's a big uh, Canadian professor, psychology professor. But yeah, the, when you look into it, the fact that freedom of speech is not a human right in some countries that's crazy. That's crazy. Don't take advantage of it. Anyway, how was your week? My week was okay. I mean, it was pretty good. It was very <laughs> stressful, I felt like. Yeah, you seen, you were a little stressed this week. It was high on the stress point. Yeah. And I think that's what happens when you decide not to have your daughter go to daycare and you work a full-time job plus, and then you also have your child. Right. In the office with us. In office and at home. Right. And then when said child isn't taking good naps and being cranky, then that stress adds on to other stress. And then you're also trying to make a business successful. And sure. Sure. So it was a high stress week for me. Okay. But I was still able to. Yes, you did. Well, I'm just making sure. I don't. I mean, can I? What else can I do to help out? <sighs> I feel like I was, I was trying to help out as much as I could. Yeah. But, mm. I mean, sometimes you just got to let things work itself out. One of those times where I just need to listen and not suggest. <laughs> Probably best. Gotcha. Okay. Um, but, you know, that also me- meant that it was really good to have our food prepped for the week. And, you know, it wasn't like you had to come home and say, you know what, screw it. I'm not going to make dinner. I had a long day. Let's just order out. You know, we were, we did have everything in-house already. So that's been really nice to just kind of go home and not think about it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think I did pretty, pretty good. 
on my snacking better. Okay. Um, after well, we don't dinner. we don't have as much snacks in the right. house. And that is one thing that I'd like to add to our podcast later. But the biggest thing is eliminate the snacks. Mm-hmm. Sure. But um, so yeah, that helped. And I have I had a good workout on Wednesday and. I think last Saturday, so my two days a week are doing, I'm not doing as much stretching at home as I should. I was going to say, I feel like last week you were, you were really good about it, especially when I was getting down on the ground, you'd, you know, or, or you'd prompt me to get down on the ground and, and do some movement. Um, I, I noticed that you didn't do as much of that. But that also plays with maybe the stress. So. Sure, of course. But it could help, so... Go for next week. Add in more stretching. Did you do any meditation this week? No. Mm-hmm. Lots of uh, dateline before bed. Ah, uh, I see. Well, maybe maybe there maybe there's something to that. We can explore that. You know, the the, the uh, not meditating and, and increased stress levels. Maybe there's something there. We can maybe. explore. <laughs> Look, I just got a rolling of the eyes. For all of you who are listening and not watching, I just got the biggest eye roll. Like, that can't be the case ever. <laughs> um, okay. okay, so yeah, my week, my week, I survived it. Good. How about yours? Um, I actually did want to tell a quick, quick story about this week, this past weekend, and my lessons learned from overconsumption. So I had my Eric Thomas, my buddy, had his 30th birthday this weekend. Mm. Shout out. Love you, brother. Congratulations. By the way, he's he's pregnant with his first. Not not him, obviously. (laughs) He's not pregnant with his first, but um, his girlfriend is. But anyway, um, so we... It was, it was just, I knew I was going to overconsume. I knew I was going to overconsume on one end. So I did do a little fasting before. I didn't eat until we went out for lunch and ate. And that was right, like 2.30, 3 o'clock almost. Mm-hmm. So I fasted up until then. But in hindsight, I probably shouldn't have done that because we started drinking. And we, so we, first off, we smoked before we went. So we smoked. Then we went to eat. Go ahead and ask your question. That's what we're talking about on this podcast? Well, yeah, because it's about overconsumption. It's legal in Illinois now. I don't give a shit. <laughs> anyway, okay. um, and then I, we started drinking, and it was just the stupidest thing that you could have done because I'm not used to drinking that much. Now I'm doing that on top of not eating as much. And then when we get home, because I didn't eat much when we were at the game, but I was, I was drinking alcohol. And then when we got back, they started making pizza. And as everybody, if you guys have already heard, I don't eat pizza anymore. So I was left to eat Doritos. Well, everything. Ex- you should have just ate the pizza. Everything exited my body that night. And it was just, so I got all my poisons out. But it was just stupid. It was stupid. I knew I was doing something. I knew it was wrong. I did it anyway. That's my lesson of overconsumption. Don't do that anymore. <laughs> kind of like when you overdrink alcohol and then you're like, I'm never doing that again. Yeah, these guys pull it out of me. I don't. I don't do that. I well, I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm comparing it to that. Well, yeah. You know, well, someone has a bad night drinking. Obviously. Then they're like, um. I'm never doing that. Right. 
Well, and, I'm never and, eating 500 Doritos. Yeah. I'm pro that I probably. Were your fingers all avoid. red? Did you have Dorito fingers? No, they were the Cool Ranch. Give <laughs> me some Cool Ranch. Wasn't as good coming out as. Oh, it was terrible. Oh, oh, it's just silly. It was just silliness. Um, so I mean, I knew what I was doing was wrong, and, and did it anyway. And, so were you back on track after that yes. for your week? Yes, this week I've actually been more, more dialed in just because of all that. That was that was just terrible. It was it was gross. I hated it. I hated how my body felt the next day. I mean, not that I felt bad. Because we were drinking watered down, you know, Miller Lite crap, crap beer. Mm. <laughs> Not that I'm a beer snob, but that's it tastes like water. But I mean, but that's the but but that's the thing when I'm when I'm drinking an IPA, I'm a lot. I'm I'm drinking that a lot slower. When I'm drinking more of that craft beer, I drink that a lot slower. I'll go through three in six hours. But when you're drinking Miller Lite, I mean, that literally tastes like water. So I don't know if it was necessarily like the alcohol. It was just like. I had so much, like, just calories in my, and, and, and more volume in my stomach than I normally do. And I just, it just didn't sit well with me. And it came out. <laughs> it made room. So, so yeah. how else? That's my lesson. Um, no, but this week has been good. Um, I, I, I don't know if I overdid it on one of my workouts. I, I, Hit a workout pretty hard this week, and it made uh, I don't know, I might have been dehydrated or whatnot, but I had not you lightheaded. lightheaded, so I had to take it back a little bit. But I mean, other than that, my workouts have been really good. Hmm. Plan on doing a workout today, so there you go. It's exciting. No, yeah, other than that, that past Saturday, my week was good. Right. <laughs> Um, so what do we want to talk about this week in our podcast? I think that's more like you're taking it over. Oh, I'm taking this over? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. So this week I did want to go over, I think this is a good time to do it because, um, a lot of people have new year's resolutions and, and mm -hmm. beginning of January, they're so gung ho about something. And then, you know, around this time, something weird happens where, we all of a sudden, well, you keep fidgeting with it, um, where we just lose interest. I don't know, we lose interest or, you know, we're not, we, we lose motivation. So I kind of want to go over some of the things that, that you have, you, you yourself have noticed in the past that have caused you to sort of, um, fall off some of your goals or not accomplish some of your goals and then how with some of the goals that you have achieved how did you what was your mindset or how did you get yourself back into that sort mm -hmm. of get back on track well i think that the ways that i kind of fall off or it goes, you know, downhill might be when I overindulge on specific holidays or uh, special events. And I think that's pretty common through most people um, to have that as a time where they overindulge. Um, those are probably the biggest times for me. And then sometimes when, you know, your sweet tooth gets the best of you um, or the best of me and I'll kind of get on a kick of eating sweets every day or something like that. 
Um, the best thing that I found, you know, is to not kind of say, okay, now I'm going to do a diet or something like that. It's just to go back to the habits that we've kind of formed that are healthy habits. Mm. So, like, if it's a special occasion on a weekend, like last weekend, you know that starting on Sunday, you're going to wake up and you're going to have a good breakfast and you're going to meal prep all your meals for the week. So you're just going to go back to the regular. Um, and that's kind of like the best thing to have is like make sure that your that your regular is full of healthy habits. Now, your regular is going back out to eat every day. So I think setting yourself up with that foundation really helps. Um, and then also when I think I've fallen into like kind of a sugar kick, um, we've done some challenges that have kind of helped me break it. Snap you back into And sometimes you need something like that. Sure. Like you need 21 days or 30 days where you're saying like, I'm challenging myself every day. Like I might think about it, but I'm not going to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going to kick this habit. Um, and those have kind of helped me like reset. Okay. Now I don't need to eat that every day. Um, but also maybe changing up how, like if I am going to have a sweet tooth, which I do have. So now I have, you know, 85% dark chocolate chips and my oatmeal. So it's kind of like helping. You're still getting, getting that fixed without, and, and staying. Right. Um, but it's not like terrible chocolate. Um, so that's kind of what has helped me kind of stay or get back on track and move forward. Have you ever, have you ever gotten into like a goal or like, like a new year's resolution and what would be some, what would be some of the things that sort of prevent you or, or, or in the past that have stopped you from achieving it, so to speak? Have you ever noticed any sort of anything in your, in, in your mindset or anything like that? Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes it is like mind over matter. Like, am I going to eat this or am I not like kind of having that struggle? And sometimes you say, F it, I'm going to go eat it. Mm. What about fitness ones? Have there been um, anything movement wise, exercise wise? I mean, sometimes I guess I might've gotten into like a lazy, lazy time period, but then it's like, uh, maybe this is an example of, you know, we did do that challenge and I was working out more and then, um, I was doing the at-home workouts, but then I wasn't doing any workouts mm -hmm. and I went a few weeks, I think over the holidays with doing nothing. So then I said, okay, realigning my goals to two days a week, you know, so maybe it was maybe on that goal. I went too high. Sure. Realigned to this goal. Something more realistic. Now I'm hitting it. Is this at a good, am I at a good place right now? Two workouts a week. Is that a good place for me? Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to go and be like, Oh, I need to get three. No, maybe when it's nicer or something outside and I can get outside maybe, but right now two is working and I'm happy with that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And as long as my food is on point, then I'll keep going. My so, so it was more of a matter of at that point, reevaluating your goals and, and, well, I think we've, we've talked about this before when yeah. you're setting goals is just, you know, lower your expectations a little you're bit. Setting too your high, you're not meeting them, then yeah. reevaluate. No, I like that. I think that's smart. I think that's good. Yeah. What, you, what about you? 
Um, what has prevented you from meeting your goals? My, my boredom. I get bored easily, um, especially when it comes to working out and exercising. I, everything I've always read is like, oh, you're, you're in this program. And, and this is, this is the dogma that I used to be in. So uh, for me, it, it's been a real, like really big movement towards changing my dogma of what I think exercise is, what I think mm -hmm. movement and, and, and just the journey that I'm on as far as that goes. Um, it's really changing that dogma of, Okay, I'm going to get into this eight-week program, and I, I read I read about this program in this magazine. So that's that's the program that I'm going to do. It's a pyramid program, and it's a right. it's a powerlifting program, and this, that, and the other. And you know, where I would go from program to program, I wouldn't. Again, it goes back to my ADD. I don't I don't like doing that. I it was always like, okay, you got to get in there and and do this exercise today. I'm like, well, I don't feel like doing that exercise, so I'll follow up. So I'll stick to a program, an eight-week program for like three, four weeks, and then be done with it. So what did you kind of like master that yourself with going into the day saying, okay, what do I want to do today? Or what's sure. my goal for the day? It's you don't like following someone's plan. Well, no, because I... Well, and I think I'm kind of the same way. Yeah, I like listening to my body. Well, I like listening to my body. And again, it goes back to the dogma of what I think what I believe as far as like movement and human body is. So I'm, I'm very much experimental. I like, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm that, I have that science, science type of mind. I'm always like the why and okay, let's test it out. Yes. You do ask that too much. <laughs> you know, I want to know, I want to know I'm curious. Right. I'm, I'm a very curious person. So when I see somebody doing an exercise or I see somebody doing something gymnastics or you're going to have to just hold it. Okay. It's going to have to be that way. Sorry, if you're listening, my mic is having a movement problem I of think, its own. I think the uh, people behind the mic are having technical difficulties. Anyway, um, so I like I like seeing that kind of stuff and being like, well, I can't do that right. Like my body physically can't do that right now, but the human body can do that. So let me try to figure out and 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 unlock that movement pattern mm -hmm. a little bit more. Um, so I'd like to do that where I'm experimenting a lot. So again, it goes back to listening to my body. I don't like being on a program because it, there are days where it's like, oh, gotta hit legs or let's be honest, I'm never gonna say no to leg day, but you know, I, right. I have to hit a certain muscle group that day. And as I'm moving, what, not I'm, I'm not feeling it. And, and a lot of it, especially now I'm starting to sort of really understand that more and more based off of the, the, the position that I'm in most of the day. I'm in a, I'm in a seated position more of my day. So there are certain movements that I need to, un, uh, I'm feeling that I need to unlock while I'm warming up and while I'm going through my movements and just, you know, feeling, feeling that what today is going to be like what that day is going to, to, to feel like, what I'm going to, mm -hmm. what is feeling the best that day and sort of capitalizing on, on, on some of the, some of the movement patterns that I've been working on. So for me, it's the way I've always sort of snapped out of um, a quote unquote lazy period or, or a time where I wasn't being when I wasn't, you know, when I fallen off the wagon type of, uh, type of 
without a theme, I I just go back to my dogma. You're going to have to hold it. Okay, just concentrate on what you're, you're saying. You're, you're making me crazy over there. Um, I go back to my dogma. It's not a matter of I have to get these two workouts in, these four workouts in this week. It's mm -hmm. this is the journey that I'm on. This is what I eventually want to get to. How do I do that? My body's meant to move. So sitting on the couch and doing nothing after a long day at work is not is not what my body is meant to do. It's not what my body is capable of doing. Right. So I'm going to experiment and, and try to move more to try to get these movement patterns that I'm curious about. I know the human body can do it. Let's figure out how that, how I can do it. And so I don't know. It takes it just takes changing that dogma mm -hmm. of what you believe like your workout program is. And it's not a workout program. It's a movement pattern. And there are times where I challenge myself more. There are times where I take it easier and it's just sort of increasing my range of motion, increasing my balance, increasing my stability or, you know, cardiovascular burn, anaerobic, anaerobic thresholds. Like I want to be able to, to slam dunk a basketball while still being able to sit in a squat for a half an hour calmly without any pain. You know what I mean? So it's like, it, I want... You can slam dunk a basketball? I can. I can dunk a basketball. Come on. Stop it. Prove it. Easily. Easily. I will gladly prove that. Stop yourself. Doubting over there. That's what I'm saying. We've been married for... How long? And I haven't seen you. Oh, have we ever gone and played basketball together? Yeah. What, one time? <laughs> I think it's only been one time. I think we bounced the basketball around at the uh, park district a few times. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, well, next time next time we're around to basketball, I'll, right. I'll prove it to you. <laughs> Thank you. God. Um, but, you know, I want to I, I, I be able to, to reach... All these aspects, and that's something I want to amend from our our topic last week. I don't have anything against CrossFit. I really don't have anything against CrossFit. I think the idea of that, and I think I've, I think I said this in the other. I just want to amend. I don't hate CrossFit. I hate Castro, Dave Castro, <laughs> and what he did to CrossFit. No, I just it. I like the idea of cross-fitness and, and challenging yourself at all these different movement patterns um, and, and you know, sort of more more outside of the box than you would get at a normal gym with machines and dumbbells and weights and that kind of stuff. Programming is way different. It's just people don't know the how know that you shouldn't abuse your body. Like, you shouldn't be trying to work out like a CrossFit athlete. You should just be able to do CrossFit and modify it for you. Right. I think that's more of what, sure. it, what it should be. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, yeah, for that, that's really been my biggest thing is changing my, that, that's sort of kept me always coming back to my goal. I never really like to set a, a goal of like, okay, I have to you know lose 10 pounds by this time, or I have to you know hold a plank for this long by this time. I'm, I never really set those kind of goals. It's always like, what is my journey? Like, because that, that, that's where the dogma comes in. It's not. It's not a workout for me. It's a journey. And that could be different for everyone. Sure. I'll just say that. So if somebody does say, you know, they need to set that goal of a 60 second plank or whatever, 
then set it. It's right. you know we're just talking about what works for us. Well, and that's and, and yeah, and that's that's the, it, it, this has worked for me, it, it, and that's really what it was because it's never it's never been about a start date and an end date. Mm -hmm. It's this is this is the journey. This is this is what your body is meant to do. This is what your body has the capability to do. So explore those different things. It, mm -hmm. I, and I and I put this quote up on on our on our uh, Facebook a lot of times with the videos that we with these videos. Um, you know, it's it's that it's the old saying of uh, an edu portal said it at one point. It was like walk or, or move move often, move today, because tomorrow you might not be able to. And right. and I and I truly believe I've seen I've I've been in in the industries that I've been in, I've seen people who have lost mobility in an instant. In an instant. They've gone through a stroke, stroke yeah. some sort of traumatic brain injury, and they've lost that movement instantaneously. And you take it for granted. And you take it for granted, yeah. Do you take for granted that you could just get up in the middle of the night and go to the bathroom or get up and in the morning and make right. yourself breakfast, yeah. you know? Yeah. Those are things that people, not everybody can do. Right. Right. So it's been, it's been a really big, um, help after changing that sort of mindset of this is my eight week program. This is my, you know, three month, 90 day program. This is my 21 day fix. This is my 30-day thing. I mean, it's just changing my mindset from those block block periods right. to this is my life's journey. And there are things that I've, like I said, there are things that I'll watch or I'll see somebody do or I'll I'll just I'll, I'll read about in, in, in some sort of uh, in, in a book or a magazine or something like that. And I'm like, I didn't know the human body was capable of doing that. Let's figure out how we can do that. Right. So it's it's been a lot of that too. What about for nutrition? Have you had downfalls there? What are your? I mean, you recently, was, recently, was similar to yeah. what, I, what I said. I was. I think. I think as far as nutrition goes, mm -hmm. a really big help has been you. You have sort of made it a a staple in my mind that. We are going to be meal prepping, and we, we take the time to meal prep on Sunday, so that we have we're no prepared excuse. for the week. No excuse for for that meal prep. I think I think the accountability that I've gotten from you has helped tremendously. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's nice to have. So again, that goes back to having an outside source, mm -hmm. something outside of outside of your your need or want to hold you accountable. Because there have been plenty of times on a Sunday where I'm just like. Oh, we got a meal prep, but it, you know, I'll look over to you and you're like, okay, what are you going to do? You're going to prep it. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I got it. I got the potatoes. <laughs> yeah. It's, and you know, the same, you can use that with anything, you know, having an accountability partner for exercise or for food. Sure. So, you know, if you can't find it in your spouse, then you could find it in a friend, like coach um, friend. Yeah. I know sometimes I talk to my sister for a while we were saying, okay, what are you making this week? What are you mm -hmm. making this week? And mm -hmm. it's kind of like, all right, on Sunday, you would kind of text each other. Okay. Got my breakfast, my egg bakes in, blah, blah, blah. You know, this is cooking on the stove. So you can find other resources outside of just your spouse. If you're, sure. or if you're single friends, anything, I mean, though you have the internet out there and there's so many people out there and so many people struggling that would 
love to be an accountability partner that you could find yeah. if that's something that helps motivate you. And maybe that's maybe that's something that one of the walls that we need to start really breaking down because I feel like sometimes um, we don't either we feel ashamed of talking about it or it's just not it, it's taboo type of type of um, conversation to have with your friend. Like I mean, if you want to call one call Ashley and I up and say hey what or, or message us and say hey what are you guys what are you guys meal prepping what are you guys planning. We'll gladly tell you, like, have that conversation. I, I don't know. Like, I feel like sometimes when you start talking, when we at least start talking about diet with somebody else, like, especially like my parents, it's just like, yeah, yeah, I know we got to get better. And it's the, the conversation just sort of shuts down from there because they're not open to having, I don't know if they're embarrassed by it, but like, maybe some people think you're going to be judging them. Well, it's not the way that you eat, right. but I mean, believe me, we're not perfect either. Yeah, so there's zero, absolutely zero judgment. And, and, and that goes, that goes to the point. I mean, we need to, whatever habits that you've created. Okay. But that, you know, that's, that's the habits you created. We're looking at the habits you want to create. That's what I'm. Are you open for change? Yeah. Are you open for, you know, doing something different? Because to be honest, if you are looking at losing weight and you think that exercise is the only way, you're you're not going to get those goals. Sure. You need, you know, so you need to be looking at what you're eating. Right. And if you need help, you need to ask someone. Right. And if have the conversation. Really, get yeah. curious. Get curious about it. because even even if you're like I don't even want to call it need help if you want ideas if you want inspiration you you always learn more and we always learn more when you have conversation and you sure. can you can sort of start uh, you know simulating these ideas and and get creative mm -hmm. but you can't get creative if you're just sort of always internally and you don't know you don't know what you don't know right and that's that's the biggest problem we don't know what we don't know when you ask for help, you might see someone else's perspective and you say, oh, you know, that is a good idea. I should start doing that. Yeah. So, yeah, I think mm -hmm. that's good. I agree. Ask for help and... Have the no, not even ask for help. Just have to start having True. the conversation. Have the com Start having the conversation of like, I see you eat really healthy. What are some things that, that, that you do that, you're, that, that you've found that have helped? That's, and, and that, I don't think that that's a terrible way to start a conversation. I mean, and yeah, yeah. I just, I just feel like that's, that's it. That's a, a good conversation starter. We just need to oh, start having the conversation to develop healthier habits. Yeah. So reevaluate if you had some new year's resolutions and if Time you haven't hit them, <laughs> if you need to change them or get back on track or what can you install in your everyday life to help you get those things that you wanted? Yeah. Well, I mean, and even if it's, even if some of those goals have changed, who cares? Right. You know, let it run with it. And, and, and again, this is a, this is going back to what you started off. This is a good time for everybody to, to reevaluate those resolutions and be like, am I aiming too high? Am I in, 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 too low? Am I aiming too low? Am I right on point? Boom. All right. I think that's good. We want to wrap it up. Wrap it up. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, if you want to reach out to us, uh, <laughs> alphaprimal18 at gmail.com yes. or on our Facebook group. And thank you, everyone, for liking our Facebook business page. And yeah, thank if you. you want any coaching, 
Patrick or me, we're here for you. And or or look at our um, YouTube videos or yes. Spotify or. So we, yeah, I, I, I don't know if I've mentioned this, but we've been putting up exercise videos on there. So I have a couple of basic basic exercise movements that I sort of explained. Um, I'm going to be posting a squat one soon. Uh, i got to record that. But we're going to be posting more of those kind of videos where it's sort of like just going over basic movements, basic patterns, and sort of me explaining. I actually was looking at the squat one. As I'm, as I'm explaining how to do a squat, I'll also be explaining what I'm doing wrong in a squat. Oh, um, I might watch that one now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, you haven't watched any of those? Well, I recorded them, so it's kind of like I watched them. <laughs> True. Um, so, yeah, I mean, reach out to us. If you have, if you ever have questions, let us know. All right. Have a good day.